and welcome to the Cultivate podcast. My name is Michaela of Ink and Presco. And I'm Shasta Bell of Shasta Bell Calligraphy. So just to start, I just barely was informed that I've been having my mic wrong. (laughs) This whole time. The past five episodes. We may have fixed a big audio issue with something really simple. Isn't that how it always goes? It truly is. The simplest of fixes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, So we are going to share some exciting news with you today. Mikaela, you should just let it go because you you have the business brain. you You have the detailed brain. This is your moment to shine. Oh my goodness, you are so sweet. This no, I'm honest. Such great partners this week, and you just like fan me with compliments. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Um, anyways, okay, so just kind of diving right in. As you guys can tell, it's been a minute since we have dropped a Cultivate podcast. Our last one was All Things Vintage Stamps, and that was posted on December 5th. It's been what? Almost two and a half months since then. Notice that the fifth is before the holidays. That's key. Yes. So it was the holiday season. I was honestly on my deathbed. (laughs) Yeah. I came and visited you and I just popped my head in and you were just, you were in rough shape. We were in the worst shape. Yeah. So I had COVID and then right after COVID, I got pneumonia. And then right after pneumonia, I got a sinus infection. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yep. It was just truly one right after the other. And I was so, so ill. And I'm so bummed because Shasta was here in Phoenix for the holidays. And we had a really fun plan to get together. (laughs) And like she said, she popped her head in for two (laughs) minutes. She dropped off homemade caramels. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, thank you. (laughs) And I got to see your, your new place and your new beautiful studio and your nursery. And it was amazing. Oh, but everything was still in boxes because we moved. Literally, we you moved. Some things unpacked. I got to see some, some things. Yeah, yeah, we moved when I had COVID. Yeah, and so then it was just that was horrific. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, so we had that, and then we had the holidays, and then Shasta. You can give a little update for you what you've been up to. Oh, I went to India. My brother got married. And so in the end of January, you know, in the middle of busy invitation season, I went to India for a hot second and watched my brother get married to his wonderful bride. And then we're going to have another wedding uh, in July uh, in Iowa where they're from. But this was the, the fun adventure. Yeah. So as by you fun, guys I mean, be... I'm totally exhausted. from Yeah, that jet lag is so real from India here. Mm-hmm. So we've obviously been up to a lot it is the start of like booking season and designing season and getting things ready for all of the spring and summer wedding so it -hmm. has been very busy which explains our little unintentional but very valid hiatus that we've been (laughs) on (laughs) and to be fair we actually recorded an episode was it right after the holidays or right before chris christmas i think it was right before christmas i think it was right before christmas yeah, so uh, we have we have this episode waiting uh, on deck, but just needed a moment to pull our lives together. <laughs> yeah, me, I needed a moment to pull my life together <laughs> to edit that sucker. <laughs> so, anyways, with all of that being said, and recognition of the 2024 year, our goals, Shasta and I, we kind of also took this moment to really sit down and have a good conversation about where we see Cultivate heading and what we want to be doing next. Mm-hmm. And I honestly am really excited about the changes that are coming to Cultivate. And I 
I really feel good about it because it feels like it's the right fit. It feels very like sustainable to me. It feels very consistent, very exciting. In so, line with our philosophy and what we've been talking about too. Yes, I, I love what you just said. It is in alignment with our philosophy and what we teach here on the Cultivate podcast. So we've kind of mentioned this in previous episodes, but this is not a traditional podcast. It is truly, if Shasta and I were to ever launch a third Cultivate course, mm -hmm. it is this, I'm doing air quotes, podcast. But it's <laughs> truly a course over time because the next viable fit for a third Cultivate course would be basically like how to have a stationary business. Which is a and lot. That's a lot yeah. to cover. That is, it's so many topics to cover because there's so much that goes into it. and it never felt like we could just capture that in a course. It's something mm -hmm. that has to be done over time. Like and an audio course, like a podcast. It, exactly, which is why <laughs> we chose the format of the podcast. But with that being said, like it is truly a course and there are a lot of base fees associated on our end in order to have done this so far. Mm -hmm. So for the 2024 year, we are excited to be announcing that we will be transitioning over to a subscription-based podcast. Mm -hmm. So should I just keep going with what that means? Or do you yeah. want to chime in with what that means? No, 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 you're fine. I'm, you're good. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm just like blabbing over here. <laughs> so for the 2024 season, Cultivate will be moving over to a subscription format. And you can subscribe to the Cultivate podcast through either the Apple podcast app or through Spotify. And the subscription, I'm, I know you guys are probably sitting there wondering, what will it be? The price for a monthly subscription to the Cultivate podcast is going to be $9.99. Mm-hmm. So basically and, a coffee and a little bit of a nice tip for your barista. <laughs> <laughs> or like I said earlier, like a cake pop, just like a little, yeah. little coffee and a treat. But also please tip your barista because they make like minimum wage. So yes, know, it's, tangent. So it's honestly just $10 a month. Um, if you think about that in annual terms, it's $120 a year, which is honestly a steal for a course all about how to have a stationary business. Mm -hmm. And we are really thrilled about this. So with this being said, and just to add a little bit of context for like why we are switching over to a subscription format, it is not like this course is not a like get rich quick scheme for Shasta no. and I. <laughs> it truly is. You said it best when we were just kind of like chatting about this Shasta. You said it's just to keep the lights on. And that's really like the way that the subscription format like helps us is it just helps us keep the show running so mm -hmm. that we can continue to deliver good quality content for you all mm -hmm. um we are heading as we all know we are heading into like an extremely busy wedding season we are heading into like the thick of designing the thick of production you know things kind of slow down a little bit in the winter and then booking season happens and then it just ramps right back up mm -hmm. and I don't want this podcast to be something that just falls by the wayside because we have to put paying clients first. Mm -hmm. And I love this education opportunity. I love being able to give back to our community and share all of the things that I wished I would have known. It fills Honestly, our hearts up. Yeah, like yeah, seven it fills years me up. ago. 
Mm-hmm. It does. I really love this opportunity to share and like give back in the same way that I have been a re- like received. Does that make sense? Like I love yeah. being able to give in the same way that I've received. Like mm-hmm. people have been so kind to me over the years. And so I love this opportunity to extend that kindness to others. And the way that we can do that is through this podcast. But in order to keep the podcast going each month, we do have to have a little bit of an income stream in order to cover our base costs. I need editing help, basically. Yes, (laughs) our Zoom recordings, we record via Zoom, um, our Zoom subscription. And then it's truly at the end of the day, guys, helps us hire an editor to edit our podcast episodes (laughs) it takes me oh gosh so um the last episode that we recorded at the end of december uh was like two hours of content i remember like like hanging up to like hanging up and i just remember kind of like staring out into space for a bit (laughs) just like thinking about how long this is gonna take me and actually didn't take that too long because a lot of the content was pretty seamless we didn't have any like you know, every once in a while, you just fumble over your words or you realize you said something kind of funky and no one's probably going to be following what you said. Uh, thankfully, that one wasn't too crazy. But at the end, I think it ended up being like still like an hour, 40 some minutes, which is a lot of content when which we love. Yeah. And honestly, we could probably talk for a very long time, um, but it takes a, it takes a lot. And so as I um, I'm the one that does the editing at the moment and Michaela takes care of a lot of the back end stuff and the business stuff. So we're just so grateful to be able to offer this. And we decided in order to keep it sustainable, we're going to switch to a subscription model. And with the price too, the $10 amount, like we really wanted to keep the price at something that was affordable for Accessible. our audience. Yeah, yeah, very accessible. And so we hope that moving forward, that you know, our subscribers will recognize like, okay, if I can just forego one of my coffees a month, I can tune into the Cultivate episodes and have these like really helpful, informationally packed episodes Mm -hmm. that truly are going to help elevate your business, help elevate you as an artist and help just be a friend in the industry is truly what we want. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple surprises for our subscribers too, or some perks, I should say. Yes, we do. (laughs) Go ahead, Michaela. Okay, so just kind of as you guys know, like so far, some of the things that we've talked about, you know, we've covered um, kind of our backstories about how we both got started. The big like looming question of are you actually an artist really diving into the imposter syndrome? We've talked about marketing, how to find and attract your ideal client, setting up shop, you know, Mm -hmm. what that means from the back end, how to get organized. And then two full episodes. That one took two full episodes. That was a meaty one. (laughs) And then our last episode, um, the vintage stamp conversation, we brought on the expert, Gracie. She's incredible of Enfield Post. And so we hope that those five episodes gives you guys a really good taste of like of all of the incredible things to come. And so some of the topics that you will find in the 2024 season are conversations surrounding timelines. Mm -hmm. that's a big one mm-hmm. contracts it's going to be a huge one we're going to be talking about like boundaries boundaries yeah. we touch a we touch on it in this uh the next episode that we're that we're launching as we're uh, launching it with the subscription model we talk about boundaries a little bit but that's such a big conversation i'm so excited to talk even more about that 
We're going to be bringing on even more wedding professionals within the industry. So we're going to have Rachel of Rachel Allen Events come on and talk about how to establish and work with wedding planners in the industry. Mm -hmm. I know people still have questions about like style shoots, editorials. We can dive into those topics. So Mm -hmm. pretty much every facet of the business if we have not talked about it yet, is something that we'll it's be talking about. It's coming. Um, and there are actually like, I just am going to give a quick disclaimer. There are a few topics that I do feel are conversations that I want everybody to be part of mm-hmm. Two off of the top of our mind. I, I personally want to have the conversation about like motherhood and transitioning your yeah. business into this early stages of motherhood. So we have that conversation coming up and then also the conversation around copying and authenticity. Yeah, that um, one's going to be free. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that one will be free. Everyone needs to hear that one. <laughs> Don't worry, it won't be it won't be hard to listen to. I mean, it might be a little hard to listen to, but we were very gentle. We'll be gentle. Yes. So we do have, you know, just a couple of conversations that will be bonus episodes, but we do hope that you guys will join along with us in the 2024 season and like come along with us on this journey, come along with us through this course and subscribe on with us regardless. Mm-hmm. So Shasta kind of mentioned this. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the additional like subscriber exciting, perks? Yes, like subscriber <laughs> perks that we have coming up. We love a good discount code over here at Cultivate. That is how we that's how we live. This is how we show our love. And if you're a subscriber, we are going to be releasing some of uh, materials that we've kind of teased, like our timeline guide. Uh, We're going to be kind of letting kind of opening the door into contracts and possibly putting together a contract uh, guide for you. And so we really believe in providing like tangible tools. And whenever we release one of those, we are going to be providing a discount code to our subscribers so that you can have access to that and you can have a discount to it for being so great and joining us on this journey. We want you to be able to enjoy that and uh, material, that resource and really value the investment that you've made already in, in going on the cultivate journey with us. Yeah, that's a perfect way of putting it. So, you know, those those materials will be made available to everyone, but those who are subscribed to the Cultivate podcast will obviously have a deeper understanding of those materials, how to use those materials, mm-hmm. and then we'll, like Shasta said, get the materials at a discounted cost. Okay, Michaela, actually have a question for you. We got a really sweet little inquiry in our inbox the other day, and I thought it'd be fun to answer it. So it starts out, um, bonjour, Michaela. My name is Cecile. Um, She's a French wedding stationer living in Germany. And she asks, I get many inquiries from photographers to buy flat lay stationary sets to practice their flat lay skills. First of all, awesome. So glad people want to practice. Cultivate One is all about that. She goes on to ask, I hesitate between the huge temptation of getting passive income and the risk of seeing my stationary badly styled. What are your thoughts? So I think this is a really great question. I have sold my invitation suites before, and I've sold them to other photographers, wedding planners, stylists in the industry in order to be able to practice their flat lay skills, to be able to use the paper goods for workshops or editorials or just styled shoots. I don't really take on a whole bunch of styled shoots, but I do, I do have some invitation suites available for purchase for this purpose. And, you know, I don't really worry too much about how things are styled. And I think that that might just be that I recognize that everybody has a starting place and I am not selling these invitations 
expecting to be getting a perfectly styled image back. I style my own work. I photograph my own work. I seldom request client galleries anymore just because if I have something I want to display, I'm pretty particular about how I want to display it. And this is honestly the whole inspiration and motive behind our first Cultivate course anyways. So I think I'm just so used to seeing my work styled poorly by others that I just don't really feel like it's a huge issue, nor do I feel like it um, reflects poorly on my brand because I feel like people kind of understand that they separate the two. They are not seeing an image of your work. And if it's like a photographer who posts it or a wedding planner who posts it, they're not, they kind of know that it's not necessarily like your business in the same way that it's like, you can see someone wearing a dress and you know that that's not the dresses brands marketing photo. So I kind of have a separation between the two. That's probably the best way that I can put it. You know, you see someone wear a really beautiful J crew blazer and you're not thinking that that's the J crew blazers marketing campaign. They're just buying a product. So that is kind of how I view it. I do think that selling your invitations and selling extra copies of your work and kind of creating little bundles for workshops is a really great passive income, kind of bridge the gap on some of those slower seasons. So those are just my thoughts, but Shasta, I'd love to hear from you. I know that you've sold some of your invitations before too and, and kind of done some stationary sales. So what do you think? Honestly, I don't have that many other things to add. No notes. Like, I think it's wonderful passive income. I loved your analogy about people not mistaking it for your brand. It's it's the same as, you know, as if a photographer photographed it for a client, like an actual wedding. You're, you don't expect it to be the same. You don't have high expectations for the styling. The photographer is going to do what they're going to do. So I think it's a wonderful way to to earn income uh, and it's, it's really important to just kind of let go of it once you've sold it, though. It's just important to keep that in mind. And the more practice we can give people with quality stationary materials, the better it is. Okay, and the one note I do have is it's a really wonderful way to build relationships with other planners and photographers. They um, are going to appreciate that they have your work and they might ask you to collaborate on other things in the future. The thing you need to make sure you do is price appropriately for your time and uh, the quality of material you're providing. Something you do need to keep in mind is that that work will probably show up in a lot of places. Chances are, depending on who you're sending it to, they might use it to get to to publish it. Like they might reuse it and reuse it in uh, editorials and you might end up getting tagged in published work without really realizing you contributed to it. That's something you do need to think of. If that bothers you, like if you if you'd rather them come to you for new things over and over again, chances are that if they're buying it from you, they're not necessarily like doesn't it might not be in their mind to connect with you again to get free stationery. They they might think they need to buy it again and again, but if you just want to reach out to them if they, you know, if they've it's been published. Um, you can say, hey, if you want new stationery in the future and you want to collaborate, I'd be happy to collaborate with you. That way you can just kind of clarify the relationship and then it allows you to produce new work. But if it is really being sold to people who you probably wouldn't have the chance or wouldn't be collaborating with anyways, it's just wonderful passive income. I, I had a kind of a problem with that a little bit in the beginning where someone who I actually did want to collaborate with kept like reusing my things and I would I was thankfully tagged and that was wonderful. They didn't really have to if they purchased it from me, at least in my view, like it's not a big deal. 
if you've purchased it for me, you don't really need to tag me. I would just appreciate it. Anyways, so... But the things that they were using it for, it didn't quite fit like the style and it wasn't up to date with my work. Um, And so it did kind of bother me a little bit, but I eventually just kind of let that go and realized like I'm constantly posting new work all the time. And if I want to provide them new things for free, I absolutely can. If I want my more updated work to be um, shown, if they are constantly being published and that's a great avenue for my work to be seen, I can just offer to provide them like a a partnership, a collaboration, be like, hey, if you are working on something new, let me know. I will send you something new. So those are just kind of the little things I've run into in the past. But again, like you said, Michaela, it's wonderful passive income come. I I really recommend it. All right. So for all of you who are still tuning in, still listening, we want to share with you a little bit of a teaser for the first episode we're launching uh, post subscription. And it is all about semi custom suites and semi custom collections. It's a media one. Like I said, it was it's almost two hours of content. We're really excited to share it. We go through everything from semi-custom versus custom we talk about uh the pros and and cons of the different ways of advertising your semi-custom collection we talk about boundaries like i mentioned before and how incredibly key they are to maintaining your sanity when you have a semi-custom collection we talk a lot about scope creep we talk about so many wonderful things a lot of things that we wish we had known when we started our semi-custom collection So tune in and enjoy this little snippet of our first subscription episode all about semi-custom collections. Shasta, like you always speak so beautifully on this topic. So I want you to take away on the first little note point, and that is boundaries, because (laughs) it is so hard. It really is, because you, I think what is tricky about it is that you and I, I've been like feeling this a little bit um mm. so maybe it just like feels like sensitive to me but I feel like what people advertise is not always the truth mm. um and I you've heard me talk about this like friend to friend I have like such a problem with people can I say it is this yeah, the time and place the revenue versus it. profit yeah no do it listen we got some so this is I've okay. been waiting for this section <laughs> I have like such a bone to pick on this one you see so many people when they're advertising like a course or like some type of like coaching or something, which I like do not have a problem with. I offer one-on-one mentorship opportunities. I know you do the same too, Shasta. Like I think there's so much power in coaching. They're really valuable. There's a little bit more transparency because you see a lot of people who talk about like or honesty. <laughs> yeah, six yeah. figure revenue. However, mm-hmm. I feel like that is such a prey tactic. (laughs) (laughs) It's predatory. It is predatory. People who don't Uh understand. Yes, because not everybody understands the difference between revenue and profit. Mm -hmm. And revenue is how much money your business is bringing in In without accounting for your expenses. So Mm -hmm. you could advertise your business and be like, I make six figures in revenue, which is great. Like there's a lot to be said about having a high revenue business, Mm -hmm. but I feel like people advertise it as in like a, I am bringing home $6,000, like like I'm bringing home six figures like in my pocket, but what they don't realize is that it's like, okay, you could be making $100,000 in revenue, but you could have $99,000 of expenses and only be profiting 
a thousand dollars. So it's like your revenue may be $10, but you have $8 worth of expenses. So your Mm -hmm. profit, the money that you're actually able to take home is put in your pocket is $2. Yeah. So anyways, I just feel like with the boundaries topic, (laughs) what what a tangent. This is making my brain connect to a lot of things we have on our list to talk about. This is good. Okay. So we have a note on boundaries and I just feel like there are um, a lot of stationers who like advertise like my summit custom collection is so customizable. And I can say that because I was that person. Like I Mm -hmm. really like used that marketing point and that advertising point to be like, to kind of like showcase myself and to Mm -hmm. draw clients in like, well, my custom, my semi-custom suite is like so customizable. So like you're basically getting the price of like a custom design for semi-custom. Which is so unfair to you as a, as a designer. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have a note here on like, I recently closed my semi-custom collection and I'll dive more into that decision. But like, that is something that played into it as I like (laughs) was basically doing custom work for the price of a semi-custom structure. And so my point in is that like, you do not as a stationer need to feel bad for having boundaries. Mm -hmm. And for pricing appropriately. And I do feel like there are a lot of Yes. And I feel like there are a lot of people who are saying like, well, my semi-custom collection is so customizable. And it's like, that's great. You're undervaluing yourself. Like it's okay if your semi-custom collection is a little bit more streamlined and it's okay Mm -hmm. if you have boundaries in place. So that is my soapbox. I am now stepping down just for the next couple of minutes. (laughs) And I I want you to take center stage shasta because you can i like am so leo energy where i'm like (laughs) and you like have a better job being like ah like just making it softer delivery so like not on this subject no on this subject i uh this is where a very specific niche side of me comes out um (laughs) the niche side that like understands my like can be sometimes leo energy direct side <laughs> Listen, i'm from the midwest we have so much practice in not saying what we want to say but still saying it anyways oh have i i told you about the guys quick side story when i went to visit shasta i was at the airport oh, yeah. i like very much so i was like looking at my phone like trying to like mangle all of this luggage it was completely my bad i totally like kind of clobbered someone on the sidewalk at the airport did they apologize to you yes he apologized to me for being in yeah, my way and i was like no 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 that was my bad like i am so sorry and he was like no no i'm so sorry and i was like no i wasn't paying attention like i'm so sorry that was my fault i love minnesota so much and he was so apologetic and i'm like welcome to the midwest Michaela. but okay this plays in the boundary so well because my business has taught me and some i like i had like another I was on another podcast this week and some of you listened to it. And there's so many reasons why a lot of us have a hard time with boundaries. I know for me, it came from some of my faith community and it came from my Midwest bringing where it just feels like everything is my fault and everything is my responsibility. And I just have so, so much to say about the positive effects and the rightness of keeping boundaries. If a parent doesn't have boundaries, their child will just disintegrate. You have to have some boundaries. They're good. They're healthy. They're wonderful. 